You're listening to The Local Beat on WKNC, hosted by DJ Beowulf. This specialty show airs on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. every week and features live sessions and interviews with local musicians of all genres. If you miss a week, check out our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the WKNC blog. Furthermore, if any local musicians are interested in The Local Beat, howl at your girl at localmusic at wknc.org. You're listening to The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. We're going to do something a little different this week. I don't believe I've ever had a self-described synth-pop band on the radio before, so I'm very excited to welcome Flood Flood District. I'm so sorry, boys, into the studio. They're going to be talking about their past EP and upcoming EP uh, when it releases and what they've been doing in the interim. If you guys would like to go down the line and introduce yourselves to start things off, that would be fantastic. Hi, I'm Matt. I play guitar. Hi, I'm Michael. I sing and uh, produce and write. I'm Austin. I play bass. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you all for being here. I believe you just played a show last night, so we're going to have lots of things to talk about. First and foremost, let us talk about that show. Let's get in the groove. Where was it? Who was it with? And what did you do? Uh, it was at the Drunk Horse Pub in Fayetteville. Um, we played a five-song set. Nice. Uh, with... Uh, Keys and Smoke from All the Friction, and I don't remember that guy's name. A really good acoustic act who we will get the name of because he was really good. <laughs> very cool. Would love to know. <laughs> but, very nice guy, um, too. Really nice dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely interesting because um, I know a lot of metal bands play yeah. at that. Uh, the Drunk Room Public specifically. And I, yes, and I, I, I have only played there in metal bands uh, previously. And you're only but, in metal bands other than this. Yes. But but um, but, uh, it was like three kind of synthy pop industrial whatever groups back to back, which I'm not really familiar with a lot of that in this area. So it was kind of cool getting all that in a single. You know what that reminds me? I have had smoke from all the friction on the local beat before. I wouldn't quite call them like synth pop. They're a little more like industrial, but we can argue back and forth about like. The nuances of genres. I'll agree fully. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, I just don't want anyone to call in and be like, "Uh, Smoke from All the Friction is not synth pop. They are industrial electronic. (laughs) Sorry, Cam. Sorry, Cam. Cam. (laughs) This is not true. (laughs) I mean, they have synths, so. I'll take it. They have synths. (laughs) And he's kind of poppy. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Some good hooks. God, what's the title of that new music video that they just released? I should know that because I'm in it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I don't don't recall the title of it, Uh, but... But he has uh, Cam features like a woman who's singing the chorus, and that's like very classic poppy. So they're yes. synth pop. We've decided. Yes, we have. What yeah. makes it's y'all official. synth pop? Uh, okay, I think we we are synth pop because uh, I, when I write the music, uh, I, I'm trying. I love synths, and I'm trying to kind of filter what I want to hear through music. Like I've, I'm kind of putting like a challenge of myself of trying to like do it in a pop context i guess um so i feel like there's a lot of adjectives i could throw on it but right. that just kind of gets a little silly can you so, elaborate on what you want to do in a pop context is that in reference to metal bands that you've been with in the past no it's quite the opposite okay uh, like most of what i listen to at this point isn't metal to be honest i hear like that a lot black, from metal heads metal. um but uh not that i have an issue but uh it's uh I, I like very like sad music generally, like a lot of sad melodies. I like super chorus guitars. Minor keys. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all that. Um, and Reverb. I like 
really <laughs> and I, like, that, I'm I, just gonna shout out nouns <laughs> the nouns. Whole time. <laughs> chorus <laughs> it's, it's true um, but I <laughs> but I uh, but no I, I just want to take kind of um, I guess more I don't know I feel like I sound really this silly. is the every platform time I describe to be it. silly. Every time I describe it, but like, like more like kind of esoteric, like synth sounds, and um, that's not almost too far like late, off from almost like late, late, later talk talk or like cocktoo twins when they would get like very um, kind of amorphous and mysterious, mm-hmm. but then take it and be like, what if like the 1975 played it? Interesting. They're coming to Raleigh pretty soon. I'm know, excited I'm for that. I'm almost certainly going to see it. They're like the best pop band in the world. I already got my tickets. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, that's that's still handsome. So No. No, no it's the 1975 now. It's like you guys aren't even True. listening to Mbop every day. <laughs> I'm turning off his mic. <laughs> oh my gosh, right, you Matt's, actually did. Matt's been muted. <laughs> no, um, actually what you were saying about being like esoteric and kind of like these like moody ambient synth stuff mm-hmm. but more towards the popular side so it's like listenable as opposed to like yoga background music yeah. is yeah. actually something that's not too far off from what a lot of like black metal artists did going forward not to mention he who shall not be named person but <laughs> I was actually not going to name I knew exactly what you were talking hey, about yeah yeah he he sucks oh yeah he sucks he sucks we're not going to mention mm-hmm. his uh, real name certainly certainly but uh he changed it anyway he did. Did he really? Yeah, he changed it to be French name now because he lives in France. Oh my so god! So I missed. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, French one in prison. Yeah, his YouTube up. series is uh, him like reviewing. Oh, they deleted. It's it. been deleted. Oh, finally! YouTube, guess what? Only only finally. four years Flood, later, Flood District uh, is not interested in those types of artists. Absolutely uh, not. And they will are not, and will not give people. platform to it. Uh, but if you know what we're talking about, it got deleted. So shout out to that. Good choice <laughs> censoring that. I mm. agree. Um, but yeah, it, do you draw any, I guess, inspiration from black metal artists who do that? I because think, it's not just that I one. Think, I think, uh, like, uh, aesthetically, yes, because that's my, like, that's my background. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I heard a record by said artist and, um, was just like, this is the coolest thing ever. Just aesthetically, mm-hmm. there's so much atmosphere and I got really interested in like the whole Norwegian scene and I got really into like Satyricon, Nemesis Divina and mm-hmm. like, like so much. Mm-hmm. And later I found like Alcest and through Alcest I found like Cocktoo Twins and stuff like, right, like Slow right. Dive. And that's like the rabbit hole. Like the only reason I listen to anything that isn't metal is because I listen to black metal and then black metal came out with like, like Lantless and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like the way they just so heavily fully commit to an aesthetic and commit to pushing an atmosphere um usually a sad atmosphere it's an art form of itself it goes beyond creating just music it's creating an experience that goes along with it and subsequently a lifestyle yeah to i i would say to an extent that's that's it's for, within that context certainly true and i i think i'm i'm trying to and by extension we are trying to do that but in a pop format not necessarily to be more uh to be more listenable or more yeah digestible just because like uh, i just want to hear it yeah it's just what i want to listen to i mean regardless it's taking the tools of the modern age and adapting it to what you're already interested in you don't have to make music that is either for or against being listenable it's Mm. if it is listenable by default 
that's fine. But we could argue about what is listenable and what is not because we just went on talking about ambient black metal to which a lot of people would turn up their noses and go, hmm. Well, they're, they're wrong. <laughs> they are wrong. So let's give the audience a sample of what you guys have been working on. You have an EP out on Bandcamp called Sun Shower. Once again, the artist we are speaking with is Flood District. And are y'all comfortable with going straight through? Oh, yes. It's also on Spotify. Please follow us. It is also <laughs> on Spotify and SoundCloud, correct? Yes. Apple Music? I yes. believe so. It's Title? On, it's on everything. I use DistroKid, so it it's presumably on everything. is. everything. All right. You can so, even find us on Napster and some weird Asian streaming services as well. We're so everywhere. they're on everything. <laughs> We're going to go straight through this first song by Flood District off of their EP. Sun Shower is called Overdose. Um, you can find it once again on everything. This is Flood District on the local beat, WKNC 88.1.
We are back on the local beat. That song you just heard was Overdose by Flood District. It is the first song on a four-song EP, uh, which, as we established earlier, can be found everywhere. It is called Flood Shower, and we're going to talk a little bit. Shower, sorry. (laughs) The band is Flood District. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you for interrupting. I was just going with the spiel, and I tripped over myself, so thank you for the correction. Mm -hmm. Sun Shower. Um, I guess my next question is, why did you call it Sun Shower? Okay, so... Uh, and not flood I, so, shower. Okay, so <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, why didn't I do that? Would make um, more sense. <laughs> would have made way more sense. Um, uh, so the artwork that you see on your phone there. Yes, um, describe it for the audience. It is. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like this kind of beige, uh, kind of uh, beach scene. Mm-hmm. That's I, I like it because it, it, it looks it's, like it's high tide. Yeah, it's 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 like you can see people there, and it's like done on like film i think by this artist in germany yeah yeah and um it it kind of like it looks like it could be either like people who are at the beach on a on a not great day or it could look vaguely ominous Mm -hmm. i guess and i I like that i i i a really big thing for me is is that there could be something vaguely ominous or threatening behind something that's like seemingly appealing um aesthetically at least mm-hmm. but the reason i call it sun shower is because that artwork was made in 2013 when i first came up with the idea of the band and i was like this is gonna be it and i like i can't remember why hmm. and then i lost the file oh. so but the, it still had the name on it so i was like well that's the name because the that's, art's done yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so that's the answer that's actually pretty convenient so have you been working on these songs since 2013 yeah well 2013 2014 i so when i was in college at, at unc wilmington Sorry, NC State. It's okay. I, My best um, friend goes to Wilmington. I um We respect I, the Seahawks. Sure, yeah. So I um I uh came up with the idea of the band as not really like a very established idea, but at the time I was in a deathcore band called Lorelei. And I was like the, the the aesthetic of this band was my personal vision of like what is a perfect band that I want to hear. Right. And then ever all time till then working with different people and trying to figure it out was trying to like have the the content meet the, this really vague vi- vision in my head mm-hmm. and like the artwork was just kind of like an, an extension of that what are things that you built upon when trying to make that vague vision a reality because it can be like i recognize that when you have a concept if it's very specific it can be like hard to mm-hmm. make all those specifications like exact but also if it's very vague it's kind of like where do you start like what's the first footing yeah. So, like, how did you build upon that over time? Well, I didn't know anything about music production at the time. Um, so I I downloaded Ableton, and I was like, you know, I didn't know how to do anything mm-hmm. except for maybe record a voice because I've always been a singer. Yeah. And, and it's not I tried hard to, to click the red button. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. like, everything else I didn't really know how to do except for, like, Guitar Pro 5. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out Guitar Pro. Uh, That's wonderful. On Earth. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, so I um, was like, I'm just going to try to figure this out. It turns out Ableton is the best DAW in the world. Everyone should use it. <laughs> and um, I was just trying different things. Like, I didn't know how synths worked at all. Now I love synths. Nice. Um, I was like, how do I produce? I, d- I couldn't even sing a harmony at the time. Like, my brain couldn't wrap my mind around. I could write a harmony, but I couldn't right. sing it. And so I, like, like, forced myself to learn how to sing harmonies. And It's very to- easy to just slide back into that tonic. Like, you're... Like your throat naturally wants to. Yeah, that's yeah. what it always was for me, and so I would just be atonal nonsense. Um, and also not bad. 
Well, <laughs> I, I, but and it was just it's constantly the idea of just extending my um, ability as a songwriter and a producer until I f- eventually was like I can put this out and uh, it's and it's gonna be what I wanted it to be and so the process of just learning how to do all of that was also the process of learning how this band should sound Mm -hmm. so the other two members of the band have you been in this project the entire time or have you rotated through the cast or talk more about it how'd y'all get involved a year ago um mike came out to i also play in juxton roy Mm -hmm. and mike came out to our ep release show and uh, mike and i have known each other for years and years because we've been playing in bands together not in the same band but lots of shows together in high school um We've known, we've known each other for a lot of years, and he came out to the show just to hang out, and he was like, hey, would you be interested in doing this? I was like, that sounds like a fun challenge, so I've yeah. never done anything like this, and I've been loving it ever since. Nice, nice, nice. We're going to get to uh, listen to the upcoming EP, which features the new band members, yes. so mm-hmm. that will be cool. And I guess the way I got into the band was Michael and I met through through work, and uh, we've always had the similar taste in music. Uh, specifically metal. I uh, my first metal show, my first actual live show going to was actually seeing Lorelai nice. perform, and that was incredible. I've seen the I've seen them twice, and uh, very sad to see them break up. And we broke up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like the good uh, die young. Yeah, I I was good friends with their guitarist. Um, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Not very good friends. Apparently. No, I was blanking on the name. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm very. <laughs> Very scattered brain Higher. when it comes to names. <laughs> but where, when that happened, it yeah. opened up. Yeah. This right, of course. So and then, I like, just asked. Yeah. And like, Matt and I, I think we both started off as fans of Michael's uh, non-metal work, which he's done, you know, some, some hip-hop, some pop, and the, what later became, you know, our EP, the, the EP. Um, so, like, I've been fan, like, I was a fan of that, and then at the same time that, like, Michael and I were, like, really getting into... Like this synth wave, like you know, I'd be like, "Hey, check out Trevor something." I'd be like, "Check out, um, mm-hmm. you know, Drab Majesty," and then it's just like kind of Drab Majesty is so good. Oh yeah, they're amazing. Did you so see them? So good. I did not see them. You messed up. I know. I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> and then like we were getting into synths at the same time, like physical synths. And then um, he asked me, "Hey, you want to?" Like I had I had approached him earlier, like, "Hey, if you ever want a bassist, like I want to get into." to live music i've been playing bass but like not really going anywhere with it for since i was in middle school right and then he's like hey do you want to do do flood digital I'm like yes 250 percent yeah i'm on board let's do it i want to start Austin's and it's a very enthusiastic and, and yeah and now we're here and now we're here and now you're here yeah so like, in wknc yeah matt and Welcome. i started thanks for being here at like the same time so that was like and i think michael picked us too specifically because we we fit like not just like musically, but like our personalities too. We you do seem to have we're, a good blend. We're insufferable yeah. pun machines. Yeah, I love it. And it's I great. love it. That's a good band name. <laughs> that is good. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna hold that. Yeah. Uh, but he said it. He gets claim. You can have it. Oh, how kind! We'll share. Wow. Yeah. I love to share. Sharing could, is caring. It is caring. And thank you for sharing your music with us and the broader WKNC audience. Yes. Going forward to more questions, um, was it difficult communicating your vision to people who weren't like, I guess, like knowledgeable about synth and synth creation uh it was difficult regardless because i don't know music theory (laughs) but um how did you overcome that barrier uh i trust my ear 
Nice. <laughs> That's the only answer, really. Um, you gotta hear it to believe it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it, it, I think as ta- I think people who do know music theory, like they, they, Austin does a bit. I know Matt does more. I think um, probably listen and pick up on things I'm doing that I don't realize that I'm doing right. that are like patterns in like oh you like to use this key a lot or mm-hmm. you like to. E minor, of course. Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, to be fair, but yeah. <laughs> thank you. But, um, I, but yeah. I know that you have that logo tattooed, Matt. I really do. What? I know that you have that logo tattooed. No, that's Ryan. That's I, Ryan. No, I don't like Letterkenny. You don't. <laughs> Letterkenny is just Trailer Park Boys. If it was less good. What? I know nothing. His mic is going back <laughs> off. Yeah. Anyways, off, yeah. <laughs> back to the question. You write in D minor a lot. It's it's true. I only did that because uh because Agaloc writes in D minor a lot. But um <laughs> but um but yeah, so uh, I was trying to learn about how synths work as well. So eventually I I had enough money and I bought uh like a Korg Poly 6 and a Juno 106 and I was like, "Oh, this is how this works." So I think now I don't really try to communicate it. Okay. I think it's more I just try to do it. Do you and I like say, this? Like, yeah. You're a guitarist. Please, I can't guitar so please like but you know what i'm going for so i also wanted to work with people who kind of get what i I think through the whole process even people i've worked with in the past like back in wilmington and stuff but like eventually i moved here so it you know yeah but like it was saying i was always picking people who seemed kind of in tune with understanding aesthetically what i wanted yes in tune yes i did that on purpose but uh insufferable pun machine but uh (laughs) but yeah that that, that's basically it so when i now the intention is to work with people and say, here's an idea I had. I can't Pond play district. guitar. And you do. So you... <laughs> <laughs> I just had to sprinkle you're, it in you're there. In. <laughs> She's in. <laughs> but, uh, that's basic, that's basically it right there. It's not, very, it's not a very refined, refined process. There's a lot of me just ripping stuff off uh, slowly. So Matt, are you the guitarist for this? Okay. Um, so... Like Mike said, um, when he brings you this project and is like, hey, you do guitar stuff. Was it like difficult for you to write stuff so, over it or did you kind of like get it and go? There's guitar stuff throughout the first EP. Okay. Um, and then sometimes for live, I translate certain synth things to guitar where there's no guitar. Nice. Uh, like that, uh, that last song we just played, some of the synth melodies throughout, I play on guitar, uh, do some interesting little harmonies throughout, just add little... Oh, we're going to uh, talk gear later. <laughs> yes. But, um, and then with the new stuff, it was a it was a lot of, like, I'd come in and we'd mess around with stuff. And Mike might have, like, a chord progression. And then I'd start doing things and we'd mold stuff together. Nice. Um, but it wasn't really all that difficult. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I really like ambient music. So I do a lot of ambient stuff here anyway so it translates well it, it just, yeah my stuff my general style translates pretty well definitely sounds like more of like a learning by doing kind of thing and if you have the ear mm. for it already that learning and doing is just that much easier it's true like i'm not really that particular about like what note are you playing usually what it's more like this does this feel right yeah. uh, mike I mean, and i are both <laughs> audio engineers so it's kind of mm. easy to sit down and put this together the other fortunate thing is writing and recording is one process for us we don't demo very we, cool. We we just write and record at one time, and when it's done, it's classic it shoegaze. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the next song because we can talk forever about 
everything about this, but we're going to give the audience a break because they want to hear the music more than they want to hear our voices, yes. which is a bummer because we have lots of interesting things to say. Um, I like your voice. Very nice. <laughs> so yeah. I'm laughing at the title of this next song. I know it's stupid in Japanese, but this is Baka, Ain't So Bad by Flood District. Once again, off of Sun Shower, we're going to go right into it. WKNC, the local beat.
And we're back. The local beat on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1, not HD2, Raleigh. You can, however, listen to HD2 if you go to wknc.org slash listen.php. Yes. Or if you have an FM HD accessible radio. I don't know. I, I, I do that well. in my car. Yeah. I listen to HD2 when they're not playing good stuff on HD1. Heck yeah, that makes me happy. We don't have a lot of HD2 listeners because like a lot of cars aren't HD radio accessible or people don't go to the website or they just don't know yet. Well, I've been listening to WKNC since high school. So, I like that. Yeah. I like to hear that. And then I went to NC State, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But that was before I went to state. I was a fan, so. Thank you. You're yeah. a real one, an OG. OG. An OG. <laughs> um, but let's go back to talking about the music, because mm-hmm. I could talk about how great WKNC is forever, but <laughs> the listeners already know that, because they're tuned in to the greatest specialty show of all time, The Local Beat, featuring Flood District today. The last song you just heard was Baca Ain't So Bad off their EP, Sun Shower. We're going to promote the living hell out of it. You can listen to it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Let's talk about that song. It's the longest one on the EP. It is. Yes. Why didn't you cut it down? Uh, why would I? <laughs> Good answer. Question. Uh, but I, you were originally I, going to skip it when I before I told you we had enough time. So I, like, well, yeah, I just assumed. But um, <laughs> so I um, I I like long songs uh quite quite a bit. Uh, I like long songs if they have purpose. But uh, yes, only if they have purpose. Yes. Um, this is one song called "Top Bunk" by Gauntlet Hair. The first like minute and a half riffs are sick, and then they like complete a three minute song and then just do the whole thing again and i'm like all right this song rocks i can just repeat the three minutes you know you don't need to double it up for me yeah and um yeah no i'm totally a hypocrite because i love like one of tricks point never like ambient stuff but i also like think opeth is boring so you're only the second person i had i've ever met who really likes one of tricks point never third Third? okay y'all gotta meet my boyfriend you really do come to the next green isles show we will yeah but to this point uh, i was listening to like i think i like wrote like 
so the the vocal <laughs> of that song was written in like or recorded in like 2014 mm-hmm. and uh like on like a terrible mic uh in like my closet at college and i had a whole song written around it and it was the same idea it was like a part one and a part two mm-hmm. except the chorus of part one wasn't written at the time right and but the music was completely different and uh but it was like one of the first songs i wrote when i got ableton and i was like aesthetically and intentionally in the vocal performance it's all there like like in 2017 2018 when i was you know starting to think i should put it out um so I I exported the the raw stems of the vocal and I completely rewrote all of the music around those vocals, huh. but with the same intention of there is a transition between an A and a B, right? For like kind of not two songs in one, but like uh, I was listening to a lot of like the weekend at the time when he like all that he had out at the time, which was like trilogy and Kissland. Mm-hmm. Kissland is his best record. Everybody disagrees; it's objectively wrong, but um. And he does a lot of that. He did a lot of that at the time. Right. And I was really into that whole like, like Exo the host type mm-hmm. thing, you know. Um, so uh, I wanted to kind of explore two different sides of the lyrics, which I don't necessarily want to get into. But uh, kind of if there's a topic in the lyrics, like explore it from two different angles. And right. musically, it uh, reflects that. I guess. It definitely does. There's a distinct shift. And of course, like that break where you like self-censor. Yes. It's like very, very, what's the word I should use? Like, it sounds intuitive. Like you said, when we were discussing behind the scenes, uh, particularly that censoring. It almost sounds like in any other song, it shouldn't be there, but it works. And it shows that you've put like lots of dedication and time into working on this. And that is why a six minute song has purpose. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We've come full circle. Um, <laughs> do you feel as though the full album has like a consistent theme or is it like broken up into parts similarly to this song? Um, I, yeah, yeah, I, I guess it, it, it kind of really the, the theme of all flood district lyrically is like whatever is just on my mind and kind of bugging me that I just need to kind of get out of me. Right. I, it's kind of learned through like, like, like I, I, like I should probably go to therapy, but I don't, but like I, but I write songs and that sounds Heard. really cheesy. <laughs> that sounds really cheesy. But like in reality, I learned when I was like 19, like, like I was like, really struggling with like mental health stuff mm-hmm. and i put all of it into a record power to you and for it doing was just that. like it was like I, I didn't do it intentionally like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna feel better afterward <laughs> i just did it because i felt like i had to do it right and when it was done it was like it was like the the ideas existed outside of me and mm-hmm. I, it wasn't just like brewing in your head and you think about it in every way it's like i feel like i've completely articulated it and i've expressed it emotionally in an accurate way mm-hmm. and now it exists outside of me and I can see it and I feel I felt like Very I could move on yeah. from certain things that were bugging me. You're no longer hung so up now, on it. And then I realized like a year later that like that, like, oh, that, like, I didn't just suddenly move on. I expressed it and got it out of my system and over and the time that it took it you to like create world, it. Right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So like, so basically all the flood district is me post figuring that out. And that's just what I do. Uh, I mean, hey, once you're aware of the tools and skills that work for you, you know, stick to them. That's like one of the skills that they teach you in therapy. Identify your strengths and work on that. Yes. Hell yeah. WKNC, the local therapy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do not ever contact me for that. And I am listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Um, so because the music that you create has such a personal influence, what's it like bringing those things to your bandmates? Because it's not, it's no longer just your little microcosm of music and creation. It's uh, a little awkward. 
uh, for me. I don't think for anyone else necessarily. Not at all. Um, nope. But for me, it is because like, um, you know, sometimes I'm writing about like, I should rephrase. Every time I'm mm. writing about stuff that's like very personal, and I'm a pretty private person. Like, I mean, like you just added me on Facebook, you'll see. I'll, I'm like never gonna post about how I feel on the internet. Nice, right? yeah. But like, don't. Uh, it'll just be memes. <laughs> but um, it will be memes. Memes and people puns. use memes to convey their feelings. That's true, but I, I'm not. <laughs> but um, but um, so it's a little weird because I don't really like like putting that out there. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very private, but. Um, I also recognize that's kind of what good art is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might, like, I want to make good art. Um, so I feel like I have to, like, it's very weird even singing some of it live. Like I have to forget about what I'm singing about. Oh yeah. Like people are listening I'll to be you. Like, like, cause everything has intent in lyrically and musically with what we're doing. Like mm-hmm. nothing was just put there. And because I know it, cause like I did it. I feel like it's plain as day. Yeah. So it's like I'm just telling telling you my secrets, right? right? Or like my inner feelings, and I'm like that feels weird. But in reality, I, I doubt it's being picked up as easily because it's so dense. You know. This may be a question for your bandmates rather than you, but sure. you're of course welcome to answer it. Um, does it does writing music that is so inherently personal ever come across as a barrier to the songwriting process? Like when you bring the the base layer to the other two in Flood District and say like I'd like your input I'd like to hear what you create on this for them or I guess y'all can answer this does it ever conflict does what you want to create not come across with Michael's like broader plan for what he wants to express his feelings as I'm filibustering answer as you please uh, so we haven't really had that issue yet mm-hmm. uh, and a, a theme in my musical career has been a lot of working with really strong voices right uh, and people with very specific ideas about what they want to talk about right and for me i get a lot of joy out of helping people express themselves because i just like to help people in general Mm -hmm. so um being allowed to be a part of that process for someone is something that i really enjoy so I'm just down to kind of do whatever Mike wants to do to help him create the vision. That's a really great support system. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would yes. say that um, I trust Michael's aesthetic vision and direction. Uh, I've seen a lot of it. Like, I've seen his other bands or other projects and like his work thus far. I'm like, oh, you know what you're doing. I will, I will trust your aesthetic to lead mm-hmm. it. And like, I know that you're not going to take it in a direction that's going to be bad. Right. So I trust him to be like, here, I just need your, you know, play bass here or like, let's just mess around on some synths. Um, also, I feel like uh, though we have not always taken the same path, Mike and I have often arrived at the same conclusion to a lot of things revol- involving mental health or like issues in the, in the world that we see. We'll see it eye to eye, even though we've not always taken the same path there. So it's kind of like this this path I'm seeing Michael express himself. I get to see, you know, bits of bits of, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, like in a, an artistic way. And it's really cool to be a part of that and like add add to it or just perform it and like be a part of that. Yeah. I'm also very open to uh, to failing your way to success. Mm-hmm. Um, that's learned. I, mean, I don't really. Yeah. I, I know what I'm personally doing, but like like in a like a professional like 
real uh, theory music way I don't so like um, my whole process is just fail your way until suddenly it works mm-hmm. and so like if we work for like five hours and everything isn't is like oh it's not quite there and then suddenly somebody plays a lick and it's like that's it that's it yeah <laughs> then we've like, like we fully succeeded multiple times yeah it's like it's all we do it's all i do frankly so that aha moment so i'm totally uh, like uh-huh. like if we work uh-huh. a whole day and fail, <laughs> it's like it's okay because we're all trying to get the same place you know mm-hmm. like i failed just as much if we would you be comfortable talking about some of your biggest musical fails uh well, in my last band, I didn't know you should use solid state for live backtracks, so they kept dropping out for like half the song. So that was horrible. Yikes! Um, I've also on tour met in the too. context of Flood District, Thanks. like when writing music. Shout out, shout out Joe for uh, being the drummer in that context and <laughs> <laughs> just dealing with it. Um, yeah, I mean, shout like, out Joe. Respect to Joe. I don't. I I have no problem. I do not take myself that seriously. Uh, I. Uh, Basically, all of the the vocals on record are uh, sung horribly, uh, and then I tune them because I'm writing in the process, and then I just learn to sing it live. It's not that I can't do it; it's just like learn by doing. Up with it, right? I also just had uh, sinus surgery, so uh, all my muscle memory is shot. So I basically just have a blue uh, TC Helicon that helps me sound good. Live. That's very very interesting. I don't, I don't care. Like we've half half spin track, like. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter to me as long yeah. as it sounds good in the end and as long as when you're on stage you're not lying to people right it, and it's coming across like if it was like you know djs that hit a laptop and hit space bar and mm-hmm. are just lying i think even that has merit to be honest like people aren't actually there to see you turn the eq they're there they don't know to, anything they're about they're the there to, yeah, they're get like, hype the and knob twist time. and the thing happened like mm-hmm. we our show last night had uh, the MIDI cable uh, was failing and it was triggering Matt's guitar to either turn off or to a different guitar tone at random for the Jeez. entire set. Except so for, like, I, so one I spent song. half the set with my foot on the so, board like, getting to where I was supposed to be. Oh and, my like, gosh. And, but I would Your still hooves. consider our <laughs> set a success because the people enjoyed it. So that's all that frankly matters. Of course. In my view at least. So yeah. Also, I spent a lot of time getting my guitar tone to sound good with any set of settings, so it kind of works no matter if mm. it goes wrong or not. Yeah. And except for when the pitch shifter comes on, then yeah. I'm screwed. I could write a I could write a novel about all the times I've messed up as a musician, but I won't. <laughs> I'd read that novel. I would also read that novel. I would like to learn from someone else's doings. Okay. <laughs> yes. Get writing. don't give me that look all right we're gonna take a quick air break and play another song off of sun shower by flood district this next one is called i don't blame you and always be so we'll see you in about eight minutes have a good time don't fall in yes (laughs) be sure to take wknc 88.1 the local beat I'm 
very gentle return back to the local beat on WKNC 88.1. The rest of the interview will be done ASMR style. So Flood District, thank you for being here today. Would you like me to? <laughs> Matt, your mic's going again. <laughs> that song was... <laughs> no, we don't have to keep doing this. <laughs> it was just a very peaceful ending, so we don't have to do that. Yes, very zen. Yes. Um, we were talking about behind the scenes. Actually, JK, we were talking about this on air, that you wanted Flood District to be your example of a perfect band that you wanted to listen to. Would you like to list some other bands that you think are quote-unquote perfect oh, and time. listenable? Oh, it's time. Oh, it's time. 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 Uh, yes. The best band in the world is a Japanese band called Darren Gray. That is not a debate. It is a fact. I'm going to uh, I won the bet. Uh, uh, one of... <laughs> Oh, wow, there was a real bet. Uh, I won $2. Wait, wait, can we get some context for this? Oh, we bet how long it would take Michael. They the, would bring up during Gray. They're very and good. And I said two minutes, and it was more than two minutes. So. It was so more I than two $2. minutes. Uh, nice. Yeah, so that that uh, uh, specific point to that is okay. they have changed every record since 1990, technically seven if you count their demos. And um, I do count. Those. It is. I do too. And um, I can't count. <laughs> well, and I never easy. will. I've never seen a number before. <laughs> I never will. But um, but yeah. So like their their first record, what like it had like you know little little bits of kind of like a Japanese version of like what metal would be in '99 in the right. Visual K scene. But like, but like they've changed every record. They added progressive rock in 2000 on Macabre. Like they added industrial on Kiso in 2002. They added like metal in 2003. They just keep evolving. But no matter what record you put on, they sound like them, right. right? Even though they've changed so dramatically, and it's it's, I keep using the word aesthetic, but it's it's an aesthetic cohesion. If you go watch across. the music videos, you'll understand why that is the most apropos word to use for them. Yes, and um, so that that concept is something that I I want to stick with. Like it doesn't like we don't have to say like oh we're going to use like two guitars and we're going to use a Juno six and we're going to use. A Lindrum, like it's it doesn't matter what it is. It matters. Does it feel right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, another one is Amorphous from Finland, um, who are another one of my favorite bands, and they've done the same thing. They, and you be saying in Scandinavia, <laughs> in terms of musically, <laughs> yes, um, yes, they uh, and like their early stuff was like Death I almost Doom, made another Letterkenny reference, <laughs> Mellow Death, it's fine. Alt rock doesn't live. matter. It all feels like them, you know. So. Uh, I could list tons of others. I'm gonna say one of Trick's point ever again. He's amazing. Um, but Second I could day. I could go on. I won't. But uh, yeah, that's my feeling. I probably shouldn't expose Max like this, but just for reference, his Venmo is at R plus seven. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. send him the two dollars. <laughs> send him two dollars, Max. If you're out there, that's a very good album, uh, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> You guys should be friends. Yes, be my friend, please. Off friendship the air, I'm important. gonna connect y'all friendship wise. I'm on a I'm on a music sharing Facebook page, and the and the 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 profile or on a, a group, and the profile picture is R plus seven. Nice. Um, it's not exclusively one or six point ever. It just happens to be it. That's anyway. pretty cool, though. Yes. Anyways, my next question was in reference to Darren Gray, the way you were talking about how each of the albums change a little bit but remain a unique individualistic sound. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that something you're trying to emulate going forward? Um, we're about to start talking about the new Flood District EP that's coming out. EP or full album? 
EP, but okay. longer. Okay. Um, not an LP. <laughs> yes. Longer than the last EP, but not an it's LP. a longer okay. play, but not a long play. Yes. yes. <laughs> EP. So an extended, LEP. A an extended, long extended, extended play. play. <laughs> yes. An uh, EP. Eep, eep. Uh, so we gotta, so really, we gotta wait. We gotta release it on a leap year. <laughs> Soon. There's so to puns. that to that to that effect, though. Michael's um, all business for this. Every time we goof off, he's like, "Back to the question." No, no, I'm all about it. Um, Michael makes worse no. puns than both of us combined. He just doesn't do them on air. <laughs> that's disappointing. It's well, that's some good ones, my, brand. my brand. <laughs> my brand. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to that. To that, uh, to that question, though. To the um, tune of that fiddle. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't think I'm going to. D intend- minor. D minor, of course. I hope people know what that's from. You know what that's from? <laughs> no, I just know that you play in D minor a lot. It's also a Cloud Atlas reference, which Ooh. is an amazing movie. Ooh. And everyone who disagrees is objectively wrong, but including and that's that, the including true, that. true. Lots but, of facts um, being spit. I. What? <laughs> I like Cloud Atlas. <laughs> Who is it that hates Cloud? I don't know. I have People no idea Cloud who that Atlas. is. Not me, no one in this band. Uh, yes. <laughs> to the point. To the point. Uh, I, I don't think I'm... I, my, my goal isn't like to intentionally do that, but I I like to challenge myself. And like because of that, I think it's just going to happen. Now. Right. And I like a lot of different music. Also, you're not the same person that you were when you started this Absolutely. in 2013. Like. Almost all of my favorite bands have had dramatic evolutions. Like previously, I mentioned Talk Talk, who like their early material was it was synth pop. Mm-hmm. But like, I also kind of want to make a late Talk Talk record that's like like these long form like like early post rock mm-hmm. thing, like like Laughing Stock, if you're familiar with that record, like or or, or uh, Spirit of Eden. So like, I think it's just going to happen, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to like reconcile that somehow. <laughs> I <laughs> have. You can go first. Yeah, another example that I'd say is Over. Oh, Olver. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. From, from uh, Now I my feel bad. I've been pronouncing Bergt- them as like Olver the whole time. Olver. Well, I mean, we could both be wrong. I, don't, I truly don't know. I really it's don't Ulver. know. Olver. Olver. Olver Yes. But uh, like, yeah, Ber- Bergt has my first favorite record, which is a black metal record, their first one. And my second one is Assassination of Julius Caesar, which is oh, their newest gosh. one. And it's so a synth pop record. Nice. So, so like, good. You know what I mean? We'll do the opposite. We'll become a black metal band. We talk a lot <laughs> about uh, the killing joke as well. Yeah. Yeah, Killing Joke is uh, is great. They did the same thing. And it's not personally for my Michael, but for me, uh, Baroness has gone from like heavy sludge to like pop rock, but still metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like they've con- they have this continuous sound. Like you can listen to first, and you can listen to Golden Gray, and like they sound completely different, but they sound like the same band at the same time. So I'm same gonna say Mastodon. something brave yeah. yet controversial how okay. could you say something so controversial and yet so brave so brave so brave okay so my first opinion which in theme of michael i think is an objective fact <laughs> is that if a band cannot or will not change their sound they are not a good band simply because people always say i'm just going to use this example this is not what i'm talking about though people are always like oh fully i do like Fallout Boy was their best record ever. Um, very good record. That's and they were like so mad that they didn't change that they changed their sound going forward. Mm-hmm. That is just a band's flexibility, a band growing and changing over time and making the art that way. If you don't want to change your sound, but you want to make something different, you'll make a side project. I.e., um, the frontman of Daughters has a side project where he wanted to make grindcore because it was affecting Daughters' sound too much, and it was I hate you when I want to die. Um 
or no, it's um, I Hate Myself and Want You to Die by Effing Invincible is the band. Ooh. Ooh. Can't say the name. The whole the whole album is seven songs, eight minutes long. Okay. It's awesome. It's awesome. You can just go straight through it. Didn't the singer AFI do that too? Very possibly. I'm not well versed in AFI. He had, he totally, yeah, I'm not either, but I know somebody was like, posted like, like a gent record or something. Yeah. Mm him and the guitarist did and i was like this is not what i expected this is sick <laughs> yeah, the guys, two of the guys from buck cherry have like a hardcore band that they're doing now that's pretty <laughs> yeah, good buck cherry is a band i'm, I'm not kidding Josh i'm Tom adding buck cherry to the list of words that you can't say please do <laughs> um it's actually like a running joke on the wknc like staff um or like between us that there's this video uh by catatonic youths which is like a super cut I know, of, of, I know that. of the buck cherry <laughs> yeah yeah, um, I actually can say this on air. So their song "Crazy Bitch," haha, mm-hmm. love to swear on air when I'm allowed to. Wow, wow, so brave. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so brave yet so controversial. I know. Uh, yeah, that catatonic youth supercut is just insane, and it's a running joke now because what's his name? Darren, not Darren Chris. That's the, the Darren Gray. The- Darren Gray, there you go. We've come full circle. Anyways, we've come full circle. If a band can't change their sound or chooses not to, stagnancy leads to boring music. It leads to a decline in your fan base. And of course, music is not always marketing and money. However, if you're unwilling or cannot change your sound, it shows a a lack of artistry, in my opinion. I mostly agree. I think there are some artists that they that well of inspiration for that thing, like the thing that was originally so fresh, like to them, it never doesn't feel fresh. And because of that, like I'll say Drive Majesty, for example, I'm, I, they, yeah, they have a little bit of change record to record, but like they kind of, they still sound like, they kind of still sound like careless, right? but like better. Now. I think another reference would be the band Turnstile. Mm-hmm. Um, people called their most recent album Time and Space like a game changer for hardcore because it has lots of like R&B and like hip hop samples. It like samples Mario Kart on one of their tracks. I think it was, um, I can't remember it. I'm not going to make myself look foolish. Um, but they didn't change up their sound all that much because people are looking t- at Time and Space as a single album just looking at that one piece. But they revamped a lot of songs off their previously released EPs. And in that way, they're not particularly changing their sound, but refreshing an idea that they already had. And in that way, I think it's still a creative take on what they were already you doing. talk about Darren Gray again real mm-hmm. quick? <laughs> Go ahead. Get up in. I'm ready to listen. Oh, I wasn't going to. Uh, <laughs> well, well, they also do that kind of. I thing. was going to ask your feelings on the new Tool single because that's very in con- in line with this. I actually haven't heard it, but I know that they released a meme on their Facebook page. Was like, if you're reading this, this is a letter of exemption for your employee or spouse or something to just be really like funny. out of context for this one day. I haven't seen that. Um, well, I heard signed the song, by all of them was and uh, yeah, it was signed by all of them. Somebody, somebody commented somewhere, and it says, "Wow, it's like y'all waited 13 years to hear the next song on 10,000 Days." Yikes! Um, <laughs> but like, that's not inherently bad. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to hear that, then like, great. And it's not like that is um, like it's not like it's easy to make 10,000 Days. I mean, yeah, a lot of my friends on the internet would disagree, uh, but like, they I couldn't. Be, I couldn't. They do would it. be incorrect. I could be objectively wrong. I don't have that, to but, like tool the respect. But tool. I mean, the at the time the of which. Like 10,000 Days was released, like Tool was prolific and like breaking barriers. I think something like that could be more easily produced these days, but like Tool yeah. experimenting with like new there's metal a, there's and a lot to be said for prog rock. First. And Vicarious yes. is their best mm-hmm. song. Of course. But, but to that effect, but for me personally, like I would rather hear like 
keeping in line with that theme, the new A Perfect Circle record, I would, so well, relatively new, I would rather hear a band try something different. We all have and, one shared brain right now. Yes. Yeah, I would the rather, microphones. I would, <laughs> here it is right here, this mixer. I would rather, um, I would rather hear a band try to experiment and mostly fail, but try to do something fresh mm-hmm. that they want to do. Not just do it to do it, but like, because they want to try to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there are songs on that Perfect Circle record that are, I was about to say something I shouldn't have said, that are very bad. Mm-hmm. They're zero out of tens. But there are also songs like... Thank you for like, catching yourself. Yes. But there are songs like like Talk Talk or Down by the River are like the the song, not the band, are uh, <laughs> like 10 out of 10. And both the 0 out of 10s and the 10 out of 10 tracks on that record are trying something different from their last records. So because of that, I would literally rather hear that because mm-hmm. it was at least an attempt. I mean, Deftones does a lot of that and they're my favorite band ever. Yes. Yes. Deftones is amazing. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump genres with an example for this. I'm a really big Kesha fan. I'm into it. All right, let's keep talking. And the new Kesha Your record Your mic may is... stay on. <laughs> Her new record is really incredible, and it's totally different. Like, There's a duet with Dolly Parton. On yeah. It. It, it's I would love to see a Kesha-Casey Musgraves oh, mashup. Absolutely. That I'm speaking it into existence. I'm manifesting it. This time next year, I want Kesha, if you're somewhere, listening. Somewhere, Kesha, where she's, you're I know listening. You're somewhere here. she's, uh, Sadie is listening and is very happy about that thing you just said. I think we have to find a mirror and say it three times for that to, to come true. It will say what? The, the, the Kesha. Kesha, Kesha, Kesha. And whomever. Casey, Casey Mousegrave. Yeah, let's, uh, let's. As a Casey Mouse enthusiast, five. I dislike. John Mousegrave. <laughs> Dead right. Mousegrave. We're going on. Um, Dead Grip 5. <laughs> And Matt's mic goes back off again. That's fair. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, And I'm enjoying this conversation quite a bit because while I recognize it's straying from the subject matter of Flood District itself, being able to discuss people's opinions and influences, both artistically and just like looking at the musical world in general, saying, I like, I dislike, here's what I think, um, gives a lot of insight into your thought process when creating your own music and reveals subconscious influences that you may not have articulated directly. So this is a really great conversation that we're having. And right before we switch over into streaming the new EP, because we end at two o'clock and it's one twenty, I have one final opinion question to run by y'all. Yes. Bring me the horizon. Uh, new record is uh, not entire. Same exact opinion as the perfect circle record. Some record, some tracks are incredible. Some I don't like, but I'm glad they did it. As am I. That's yes. the spirit is my favorite thing they've ever done. Wrong. I'm sorry. I just like the songwriting more. Also, uh, since we're on the radio, uh, God smack you, Black Emperor. <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're never going to top that yeah, one. Yeah, we could rip apart Bring Me the Horizon a lot because they were like my favorite band in middle and high school. Um, they're, they're. I'm impressive. still seen. I just like everyone to know. We also are. in an emo. Band, we all so. are. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it never left us. We just put on these beards to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're just the three stages of beards. That's that's, that's this whole. I really thought you said the three stooges of beards at first. That's that better. That and I'm, we're gonna too. we're gonna pretend that's what I said. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna edit this out. For Note the to self: in post production, go back and just switch those little <laughs> audio clips. I'll, I'll just say <laughs> it so that you can put it in real quick. Go. We're just the three stooges of beards. 
There we go. Excellent. Thank, it's done. Thank Absolutely. you for handing it to me. All right. So what is the title of the new EP? Uh, the new EP is called Missing Persons. When is it going to come out? It's uh, a couple months, probably. Really? Uh, well, yeah. We already have one song out, which I assume. So uh, for context, there are five songs. Please only play the first three. But, um, I can do that. But uh, the first song is already out. It's called uh, Age of Nuance. And uh, that's my Friction nuance. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he called me out on that. He was like, "Hey, we named our." He, he was joking. He was not serious, but he was like, "Hey, man, we named our record that." I'm like, "Yeah, but I named this song like last year, and it's in the ty- It's in the lyrics." <laughs> but anyway, yeah. knowing Cam, he probably like astral projected into your room in like a night of stressed like song production. He, he was like, "Ooh, nuance. I, that's mama. Take I, that." I, one. I, I live <laughs> right. For, it I was live for Cam's first. live streams of him working <laughs> on stuff and just him just <laughs> the running timer. Oh, 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 I'm just like oh, time till album release. I'm going <laughs> like, nuts. Ah! <laughs> he does seem stressed. It stresses me out. <gasps> I know. I know that he's not wearing guy liner. He's just very tired. <laughs> <laughs> I am both. This is all. This is all friendly. Friendly joking. This is all friendly. He is so dedicated. Yes, and we, it's we love Cam. We insane play with him last night. to watch from the outside. Mm. But uh, but yeah. So um, that's the title. And what else did you ask? Did you ask something else or just the title? Um, I asked when out? it was going when to come, come out, out? Oh, and you I said, said in a couple months because we Probably. originally had this scheduled for the seventeenth. And somehow in my mind, first of all, thank you very much for being willing to accommodate my busy schedule of and course, coming back probably. around. Um, somehow in my mind, I had it that y'all were releasing on the seventeenth. <laughs> so when you said a couple months, I was taken aback. Oh no no no! <laughs> we want to try to get we want to try to get other singles and media out first, so that we don't uh, blow the whole thing in one social media hit. Can we find the single Age of Nuance on the usual streaming sites that we yes, named earlier? Yes, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we'll start with that, I suppose. Yes, we will. We're going to switch on over into that now. This is Flood District. Uh, flood District. Flood District. Flood District. On flood the lo- District. Flood District. On the local beat. 88.1 WKNC. Keep it locked.
Me too, Austin. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Wow. That's what we were so saying. So that was Age of Nuance oh. by Flood, Flood District. It is a single, but it will later be off of their upcoming EP, Missing Persons. Uh, release date, TBD, but it will happen. Soon. And you can check it then on all the streaming services that their previous EP was on, once again called Sun Shower. Yes. So let's talk about the writing process now that you have created this EP with a full band of sorts. It's it's actually not that different. I, I kind of still take the lead because, like, I'm still trying to get kind of very specific feelings out, I guess. That sounds so lame. But, <laughs> um, but you got to stop um, cocking yourself, dude. Like, um, <laughs> but I, I, um, we're here to hear you. But I, um, don't you say that about my friend? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm that, trying to it's, it's not, at him, not oh. you. it's not that different like uh age of nuance that we just heard i think I actually i did everything on that song um and um it's more like having other people now means more like like the next song we're gonna play the riff the first riff of the song uh matt was we were just like kind of rehearsing and matt was just playing it but we like we obviously rehearsed at my computer where i also right. record and I literally just stopped and I was like, what was that? He's like, I don't know. I was just messing around. And I was like, that's a song now. And like we recorded it instantly and wrote like half the song like nice. on the spot. Nice. And then I went and like refined it from there. And then I brought Austin in to like add a few elements because again, he was there and I was like, let's just put something on this track. Like we have nothing to do. Yeah. And um, I think that's when I got like I got a, a synth for the first time. Yes. And then we we're just like, hey, let's. Let's, let's try it. Let's yeah. try it. And then I just like turn on the LFO and I just start hitting keys. And I'm like, Michael, you can make this work. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah, I just edit it afterwards. But like, it's like stuff like that. So, like, same with uh, another song that you're going to play called Anniversary. It's um, like I wrote basically the entire song, but Austin created some textures and that gave me a bed of material to kind of sample from to compose with. That's something I've been really into on this record and even more so on what I want to write in the future. Like, like this kind of serendipitous like create like a bed of textures and sounds and like kind of free melodies in a key i guess and then write using those those like tools you know what i mean interesting yeah um my next question which kind of ties into that is uh when recording this music are you using like the live instrumentation parts or are you like doing uh are you essentially like writing it in the program? Oh, I write it in the DAW. Well, yeah, I, I pretty much write it in the DAW. Like even a lot of the guitar on uh, on a song that's later that on the. So EP like Matt will write something in real life in person that you later go and translate into like. Oh no! Digital. So if it's so no 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 so if it's always going to be recorded by Matt, but in the writing process, like sometimes like if Matt's there and Matt has the idea, right? We'll just track it on the spot, right? Right. But if I'm have the idea like a song later on the ep that since I you don't play guitar about. you'll use right the like computer, i was in the yeah. shower and i had this melody and i never have melodies come to me i always just try to it's it's not me but i did and i was like this is great and it has to be on a guitar but i can't play but i have a like a not great guitar at my house so i recorded myself playing one note and then i just threw it into a sampler and then i like midied the whole thing and ran it through guitar rig and, and then, then i was I like hey matt how to learn it. to play this <laughs> um, it was the biggest nightmare I've ever experienced because the yeah you every, don't get like every, every, everyone tabs. It's, it's, Michael doesn't play guitar, so he didn't really understand how the fingering was going to have to work when he did that. It was yeah. it was playing guitar on a keyboard, which is wildly different. Completely so I to, different. I had yeah. to figure out how to play this yes nearly unplayable pattern. Every every everyone is it on every a song that we're going to hear. It's not. it is not. Darn. But uh, 
It, it doesn't Show sound it like that. When you listen to it, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like that. It just sounds natural. But like every guitarist that has ever worked with me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so That's surprisingly, how I feel about drummers who work with me. Surprisingly, the bass lines have worked out though that I've been able to play them all because they actually like. Well, it's just. It's a lot simpler than guitars. You're just but playing it, root notes, anyways. I mean, not, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, Michael Wait. makes oh, okay. some really groovy bass lines, but they they're all actually pretty easy to to play ergonomically. Yeah, so it comes across, I guess. That I works. Hope. All right. Well, another thing that's going to cr- come across is the next song. Would you like to introduce it? Yes. So obviously, as I said, Age of Age of Nuance is out. The next two songs are going to be in order, the ones that we release as singles moving forward. So I guess here's your your sneak peek. Mm. Uh, so the next song is called Believe, and um, this is one of the ones that, uh, the one I mentioned when Matt just came up with an idea, we tracked it on the spot. Very so. cool. All right, all right, all right. This is Believe by Flood District off their upcoming EP, Missing Persons, on the local beat, WKNC. Keep it locked.
and so it ends. Once again, a beautiful outro. I mean, I turned the ox off, so oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just a dummy. Um, thank you for catching me, though. Uh, we are doing this the old-fashioned way, streaming right off my handy-dandy telephone, cellular, cellular telephone. Cell phone telephone. Much like they did in the 80s. Telephone. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when creating this record, did you have a vision going forward like you did back in 2013, or was it just an extension of an already created project? Um, it was it was an extension for sure. It was, um, I think, much with the last EP, there was a lot more demos made. And... Um, uh, but only some of them kind of ended up becoming cohesive into the sound that was the first EP. Right. So that's just what ended up being on it. And in this case, I was just trying to write more because I wanted to continue and ex- and just not any with any intent of like, I'm going to expand this sound, but just do more, expand more, get more lush, get more uh, better production, more layered. Mm-hmm. And... um in the process of that, I, I I started noticing lyrical themes and kind of musical connections, and I was like, oh well, this feels like a this is starting to feel like a release, right? Like it's starting to feel like a project rather than just some songs. There's a theme that uh, sometimes more specific, sometimes a little more vague, running through. So it tends to be the case. It kind of becomes that way. Next next time, I think there will be a lot more intention behind. A single project rather mm-hmm. than it just happening to be it's cool that you're forward thinking enough or at least have a strong enough concept of what you want to do that you're like looking already at the next release prior to this one coming out um my next question is gone from my brain big idiot oh yeah missing persons so this album cover is a bunch of houses lined up another somber skyline why look in some of the windows it's oh yeah very it's subtle. Keep um, talking, but I'm looking at the windows. It's um well, first of all, uh, shout out uh Zach Zach Rabin, uh my friend and coworker for doing the artwork. Uh he's very good. But um seconded. Yes. But also Austin's coworker. But uh, Yeah, so there's like some lights coming through the windows. Yeah, and there's like little like shadows of like like people in there and stuff. Um and uh, like humanoid figures, but um I um uh, it's it's kind of Zach's interpretation of the themes of the record, I guess. I did not give him, like, I didn't say, like, I want you to draw houses and a right. somber skyline. I gave him some art references and some color palette references and all the lyrics, and I explained a lot of the songs to him. And nice. he, so the art really is, it's very much his creative process. It's his interpretation with me just saying yes or no, or maybe go a little more in this direction. So, um, uh, interpretation of missing persons I, I don't know his interpretation of it but for me like as a title uh, that was like literally the last thing besides the art of course was the album title um, right and uh, it was when I noticed these themes of like either like social isolation for maybe like um, um, minorities as an example right now of, of various types uh, or also um like personal, uh, like personal mental health mm-hmm. isolation, and how that can manifest in anything from subtle to, like I guess more tragic ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of the themes running through. So that title felt like it encompassed all of that. So missing persons is plural because it's referencing more than just your own experiences. 
Yeah, well, uh, so believe that believe and Age of Nuance are both kind of not about me. Cool. Like they're they're from my perspective, but they're about other people. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily specific people always, but um, believe as an example is 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 more about uh, pe- pe- people who who uh, do not believe in the experiences of people who have live different lives, like radically different lives than them. Right. I had radically different experiences. Like I'll use, for example, um, like the LGBT community. Right? right. I'm not a part of the LGBT community and I would not pretend to speak for them. Right. But my point in that song is not to do that. It's to say I'm not and I, I haven't had those experiences, those life experiences. Or uh, another one I've heard from from friends of mine is like being like of color in the United States. Mm-hmm. There's experiences that people have had that i'm not going to have them i'm mm-hmm. just i'm i'm like i'm a straight white man i'm never going to. right but if I, I i have to listen to them to know and if i choose to listen and say oh well that's not real i've yeah. never had that experience in my life right so you must be exaggerating you know uh, it's not all that bad not right? all experiences like, must be lived right. to be real and so right. uh, that's like the whole purpose there right is you have to listen. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to say, "I'm enough." Like there, there must be some truth to this. Of course, you know what yeah. I mean. So, um, and I've unfortunately had a, a lot of experiences knowing people who. I mean, we live in the South. I've had a lot of experiences right. knowing people who. That's just how they act. Yeah, and don't want to it's hear. Not, it's don't not want malicious. to see. It's not inherent. It's not intentionally mm-hmm. malicious. It's it's socialization. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's unintentional, but it's unfortunate. Yes, of course. And uh, we can always like nitpick, but this is not the time and place to do so. But I recognize the validity and the, um, I guess, like the courage it takes to say that, to say that, to talk about something that isn't your experience and not offer commentary on it. Uh, It's a very, like you're saying, like you're not speaking for those other people. You are just saying, I cannot understand, but I am trying to sympathize, empathize. And that's a very like, it's an angle that must be taken properly or it can be misconstrued. For sure. And I think Mm -hmm. that the way that you're going at it is, like I said, courageous because you could mess up there. Um, And I don't think that you have. I think that it's a really cool song that you've written for a very cool purpose. Well, yeah, the safety net is uh, the whole purpose is I'm not, I'm not. You are not speaking for them. I'm saying somebody else is who's living that and you should listen to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not me mm-hmm. that's the, the wisdom another can give that's the song lyric yeah so uh so yeah there's that um and um the next song i can talk about the next song in the same context um the next song is not at all about that mm-hmm. um uh next song is we're gonna play it's called anniversary uh it's the i guess the last one we'll be hearing tonight and today today not tonight and uh, that song is about I mean, so I wrote it to feel really upbeat, feel like a dance number, um, feel like the, it's like the poppiest one. I'm also dance tonight, blatantly ripping tomorrow. off the 1975 um, and in that song. And I, it kind of sounds like a breakup song. It's not a breakup song. I've been in a long-term relationship. But um, uh, I, I wanted it to feel that way because that comes across easily. It feels relatable. It feels like an emotion you can take. And I'm not trying to mm-hmm. tell people how to interpret my songs. But I'm going to right now. But um, uh, but what it what it what it is about is experiences about a friend of mine who committed suicide mm-hmm. like two and a half, three years ago, I think. And that song was written lyrically on the first anniversary of that mm-hmm. of, of her death. 
Right. And I wanted to convey that through that song without being like really sad and really like, you know what I mean? Right. Not all so females have like, to be sad. Wait, right. For I mean, it is. Like, if you really, like, read the lyrics, it's, like, it's actually, like, very sad. But I'm sure, if you yeah. listen to it, like, it's also just ear candy. Like, I wanted to do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing I was mentioning earlier with the artwork when I said something that it's very pleasing and it's it's it comes across very easily. It is a very comforting very, image. But but when you peel away the surface layers and you and you start to pick up on specific words or specific, specific uh, sounds or specific images... Uh, it's like that can only mean one thing, and it's much darker than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So, and and both both interpretations are equally valid. Like right. you can take surface layer, and if you just said that sound is sick, then that's super valid. And if that's all you want to feel, then great, sick. And that's yeah. like it, that's what I wanted you to feel that. Mm-hmm. But like if you want to also look a little closer and say, dang, this is saying something else, then I also wanted you to take that out if you choose. Well, thank you for prefacing. We're gonna go ahead and pull that up. Once again, the song is Anniversary. It is by Flood District off of their upcoming EP, uh, Missing Persons. The only song off this EP is uh, Age of Nuance that is out at this time. I clicked on the wrong link because yeah. Matt sent me a Black Surfer album and I went to go pull that up. Did and you said, actually? <laughs> yes. Uh, so this air. song is Anniversary, unreleased. We on this is a quick <laughs> sample. Um Yes, thank you for listening to The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. We will be wrapping things up right after this song, so keep it locked because we are almost done. It is buffering. It is buffering. So instead of having dead air, I'm going to uh, filibuster and describe to you what I am doing. As of now, I am pulling up the song again. This is their secret sound cloud. It is private, so I'm very honored to have access to this. And I really hope that it works because I'll be very disappointed if it doesn't. And NC State Wi-Fi is not to slander publicly on air. Kind of some buns at times. Tell them, go listen to our Young Lean cover on SoundCloud. You guys have a Young Lean cover? Yeah, we covered, well, we covered Yellow Man, which is, uh, it's, it's one of the best ballads of the modern era. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done. So When did li- that come out? <laughs> it was like uh, December. During the ice storm. Yeah, it was during, during, oh, that. during that. Yeah. Like, I drove over, over to my come house over, it's in the, with, with the frozen roads. It took me 45 minutes to get from <laughs> my place over on Western to like a little bit into Cary. Yeah. Just slowly driving through the ice together. Which end of Western are you on? Uh, I'm like behind the goat. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I was in Cary. The goat. Uh, I'm not sure if I can get this one to load. It might be some buns today. you want me to uh, give you one extra attempt? Do you uh, have an iPhone? I have, I, no, but I have a headphone jack. All right, we're going to take a quick air break. I'm going to play the top of the hour break and give us like a minute-ish to figure this out. Thank you for listening. I am so sorry for the difficulties. We appreciate your time and audience concern.
love the 1975. Truly, I do. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Are, that's who we are, of course. Yes. yes, we are. We are the 1976. The yes. 1974, not quite as good. Wow. I think. Uh, wow. Wow. I think, <laughs> I, I'm 1776. We're, we're, we're 19 in the 75s. Yes. And, uh, I thought we were 1776. 1738? <laughs> <laughs> 1738. We're an American band. Say what's yeah. up, hello. Yeah. Do that again. Say what's up, hello. Sit your friend Actually, I can say ass on air. And it's done. I don't know why it's I looked over done. at the swear sheet because I know that I can. I wrote the swear sheet. I wrote it. I did not write it. write it, but I taught it to upcoming DJs. So mm. I have to know it. Anyways, thank you all for being on air today. You thank have you for having us. one minute mm -hmm. and 35 seconds to say whatever you'd like to at the end. Uh, Okay. We are on all social media except for Instagram because I've never made an Instagram. I just deleted mine. I should probably, though. I feel like that's important. Yes, uh, Please follow us. <laughs> you, please come see our shows. You um, exposed me on air. Mm, it's, it's DJ Beowulf. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. If, you can edit it out. It's, no, I mean, it's already gone out the air now. Yeah, it's done. Dump button. Well, air is not yes. real. So. True. If I can't see That's it, true. it doesn't exist. That's true. We're breathing the atmosphere. To be specific. Well, first of all, the Earth is flat. <laughs> it's a bowl shaped. It's a bowl shaped. I, I Gravity subscribe. pulls us down. I subscribe like to bowl. Dumber, I really thought ball. you were gonna you're gonna cross a line there. What? Bowl yeah. shaped sounds like. Ah. Ah. <laughs> all the apes. It sounds like ah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, fo follow us on all things. If you liked what you heard, uh, then uh, continue listening to it on Spotify so we can get that if you Spotify so choose, pennies. Because this is non-commercial and calls to action are illegal. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, well, uh, I lied just now. Uh, don't do that. We're musicians. We don't make money. It's true. <laughs> no, Flood District is amazing. Once again, you can find them on all streaming services. They are on everything, including Napster and some weird Asian forum sites that you can probably find here yes, and Asian. there. If you'd like a list, go to the DistroKid website. Absolutely. And they are also on all social media except for Instagram. So once again, if you liked what you heard, you may take it upon yourself to seek those things out. We are not recommending that you do so. It is up to you entirely. Yes. And now it is 2 o'clock and we have another DJ coming on. So the local beat is over. Once again, thank you to Flood District. Thank you. You thank heard you. three songs off of their upcoming Missing, Missing Persons EP and the entirety of their already released Sun Shower EP. Thank you for listening. We will be back not next week, but the week after that. This is The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. Beowulf out!